Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the great guys at Lakerholics.com. Be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Of course, also the great guys at Lakersball.com. Ox1947 is always waiting for you right there in one of the great chat groups at Lakersball.com. Plus our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network, which has a great array of NBA-related podcasts, including ours available right at your very fingertips And if you could support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, the summer of Lakers rebuilding to hopefully a championship-winning team continues, and the drive marches on, and the rumors are still all over the place. I know I've seen and read and heard like 13,000 rumors in the past few days, but that continues. Okay, are we going to trade with Indiana? Are we still going to trade for Kyrie Irving? Have we got another new potential trade on the block. Well, with all those trades comes one person who has to go ahead and help decide if these trades are going to happen or if any trade is going to happen. And that's the GM of the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, of course, on the other side as well, they're the corresponding individuals on the other teams. But of course, on the Lakers side, it all comes down to GM Rob Palenka as Rob Palenka is hopefully going to go ahead and navigate us through this wonderful time as far as rebuilding where the hopes are high and the fans here in Las Vegas for Summer League are betting a lot of money on the Los Angeles Lakers to go ahead and win it all, driving down those odds even more. And here today to talk about Rob Palenka's job so far because a lot of fans are still, like me, questioning the job performance of Rob Palenka so far this summer. He's a good man indeed, and he's everywhere for Lakerholics.com. you got to go ahead and catch his latest article today at Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom, and Laker Tom, I do want to update everybody on the game tonight at Summer League here in Las Vegas. The Lakers winning for the first time in Vegas Summer League this year. They won going away in the fourth quarter, 
very good for the Lakers and very good for Lakers fans with an 83 to 72 victory over their heated rival, the Los Angeles Clippers. The three highlighted individuals, Max Christie, Scotty Pippen Jr., and also Cole Swider, kind of didn't have impressive games today. It was more left to the guys that are trying to still fight for any NBA roster like Mason Jones, Javante McCoy. Those guys had 15 and 14 respectively. Those were really the only standout performances so far for this game. Added on 10 rebounds for Mason Jones and a good performance. So hopefully he can actually go ahead and try and see if he can squeeze his way onto the Lakers roster with these kind of performances. But we'll see. Javante McCoy, the same thing. But with the Lakers, it's all about who can we get to help us go ahead and become relevant once again in the NBA Right now, it has to be Rob Palenka, but in your mind, has Rob Palenka done the job so far this summer? Well, I think Rob's gotten uh, maligned unfairly. I don't think so. And I think that there's been a lot of there's been a lot of up and downs in the season, and it's hard to pin exactly why some of the moves have been made that have been made. There's some questions about what ability Jeannie Buss has allowed. Uh, Rob to do financially on trades. And the word is that the Lakers will not give up a draft pick for Russell Westbrook. They will not take money back in a trade for Russell Westbrook. Um, and in fact, they won't take back any contracts except for one-year contracts because of LeBron James. That's all the further that they are guaranteed from LeBron that uh, he will, will remain a Laker. So it, it's been a tough situation. I identified five steps that I thought were the key steps that would mark a successful transition from uh, a team that missed the playoffs to be a championship contending team. And the first of those, I think that Rob has succeeded in getting the first three of the five. And those were number one to hire Darvin Han as the head coach of the Lakers. I think that this is an organization that really lacked the leadership and lacked a charismatic visionary who really could provide what Jerry Buss provided to the team in the early years and or what Jerry West provided to them at key moments in their history. Uh, somebody who really had a vision and, and had the charisma to, to really get everybody all on the same page. And Darwin seems to be that person. Um, the second thing I think that Rob really did, which is remarkable, is that he gave him a four-year contract, allowed him to choose his own staff and to choose the style of play that he wanted to play. Now, it's not a coincidence that the Lakers interviewed two guys who were assistants with the Milwaukee Bucks because they saw the success that the, that the Bucks coaching staff had in creating spacing for Giannis and they wanted to, to bring somebody in who had the ability to offensively modernize the Lakers and, and be able to create the kind of spacing that LeBron and AD um, just haven't had with uh, Frank Vogel's offenses. Um, so I think that was a second really successful step that they made. Uh, and then the third thing I think Palenka did, and, and I was kind of befuddled and at times critical about it at first, is he, he created a backup plan for Russell Westbrook. <clears throat> Um, in case the Lakers really couldn't trade him or decided not to trade him. Um, and part of that plan was step one was, uh, was to basically increase or, or rehabilitate Westbrook's trade value. Um, and the second part of it obviously was to 
also let West, Russell Westbrook know that if he was going to return, things weren't going to be the same. And therefore, it put quite an onus on him to be able to really almost, it almost puts Westbrook in a situation where he has, as he has right now, said that he wanted a trade from Los Angeles. Um, and uh, mostly that's probably due to hearing LeBron, hearing through the news and the media that LeBron was in favor of trading for Kyrie. So uh, I think those three things he's successfully done. The fourth part about it is to build a roster, and unlike they did last year, to really build a roster that your coach wants. And Darvin Ham wants a younger, more athletic, better shooting roster. Um They've got two thirds of that. They got younger and they got more athletic, but they haven't gotten better shooting. Well, let me. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, if the goal but, is to get that, that... Goes to the, that goes to the fifth. That goes to the fifth one, which is they need to move Russell Westbrook, and the trade that they engineered is going to bring three shooters from from uh, from the Nets and including Kyrie Irving. So I, I think that trade is still in the air. There's there's been a recent. There's been a recent aggregation of a of a report from the New York Post that was basically saying that, well, since Kyrie actually opted in, it sounds like he really wants to play with the Nets. And that turned into a story that's been aggregated and repeated about 20 times on the Internet. But generally, everything that you read pretty much says that the the deal is at this point in time being held up because the Lakers are still trying to see if they can steal the steal the deal by just giving him one pick the obvious trade-off is the lakers will give him a second pick but they also want some other players and in, included in the deal it's got to be a neutral deal because neither team is willing to take on more salary than they have right now because they're both taxpayers uh, neither team wants to take back anybody with more time on their contract than than the other team and so that you know that pretty well limits you and there's a certain players that each team is available for and there's also a group of players that uh, that the San Antonio Spurs are willing to throw into the pot and see if they can come away with something. So I still think the deal is going to get done. And when that deal gets done, then we'll have the, we'll have the final thing. We'll have, we'll have the shooters and then we'll have something that nobody really counted on the Lakers being able to have after they got rid of Russell Westbrook, which is still have a superstar big three, except that now it would be LeBron James, Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving. Well, I agree with Terrell Davis. He's been very kind. Also, as well, on our Facebook chat, Passiano Candelario. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. I know Facebook and YouTube are all watching. Got great comments. Terrell, I agree with you. I mean, the question is, can we get LeBron to do the extension? I think that's a major part of what we need to do, to worry about. If LeBron doesn't sign the the extension, I think that's a major black eye for Rob Palenka. I've still got his uh, job performance very much in question. I know that from what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing in my evaluation on Walker the fourth, he is uh, an overpay at six and a half. I don't care what Laker Tom you say on, you know, he just wanted one year, could have done a one and one could have, you know, he's at six and a half million dollars. He is just not someone exactly right now that you go in and you pay that kind of money for with the MLA. He is just one, he really, the statistics bear out as far as, I know you tried to, to sugar it as, as far as the second half, he shot 36%. The first half, he did shoot 28%, so that totals right around 31 
again, if he is trending up, then he's going to prove to everyone, including me, that he is worth that money. But right now, most analysts are saying that that was a little bit of an overreach on there, but that is just still a small part of the equation. I would, I would agree. I would agree. I wasn't. I, I, I like. I wasn't I like, thrilled with the pick. Yeah, but I, I. But we still don't know, Gerald. Is what were what were the dynamics behind the decision to draft him? Um, had we, we to get him in free agency? Yeah, there were other guys. There were other guys that uh, there, there were other guys that we could have spent the MLE on who were who actually didn't even take the full MLE to sign with. Or like T.J. Warren, who signed sure. for the minimum. I know he still might be hurt, but he would have been a great get, you know, if he plays yeah, anywhere so you know, near like he but, did in the ball. But what, what's the story? I think before we can make a judgment on that, we've really got to find out were the Lakers, were the players that the Lakers had all targeted, did they all decline to go to the Lakers? Or did the Lakers just decide sure. that they weren't going to – Try to sign them. And I will give you credit, and I got to give you credit on your magical list that you had out in front of your sheet on that day. We were all hyped up to go ahead and do so. Mm -hmm. You had to scratch everyone off your list because they were all going at higher prices. So I can understand that what the Lakers well, could not offer all, them. But not all of them did. Not it, all of it, them. It's but funny, It's a funny thing. At the end, there were two or three that, boy, I would have loved the Lakers to have, you know. But So you don't know. But at, but at any rate, no, I, I I'm not – I'm not saying it's been a perfect situation and all you have to do is look at the history since Rob Palenka has been here. We've, we've made some excellent choices. Uh, the scouting has been excellent in the draft. I'm not so sure about Christie. Uh, I think that's another questionable well, pick. Again, especially with him, for a, it's just, he, yeah. I never want to make a first impression, especially when they're so young, yep. you, you know, for him, it's about, they will not see any type of real. He's not going to be on the floor on with LeBron, man. Two, three years down the line. <laughs> yeah. He's he's got to develop that shot. He's gonna to have to develop in the G League. He's not gonna play any type of rotational right. minutes unless something dramatic happens this year. Fans are looking forward to Max Christie probably will not see him until 2023, 2024 to make even any kind of dent in the in a rotation because of the way he's yeah. playing now. With Scotty Pippen Jr. Scotty Pippen Jr. was a nice kid as far as a playmaker is concerned, but he's always looking for he, he's got a toned down when he does his playmaking because he's apt to make a lot of turnovers because he's looking to make the highlight play and all of a sudden he has to go ahead and develop his shot. Cole Swider I mean, today he didn't have a good performance but you know he's been he'll, he'll, much get, a, a, he'll get a permanent roster spot yeah because he's a somebody. decent shooter but can he play the defense that yeah. you need to stick probably on the not. floor at the NBA level? Yeah. Probably not uh, but if he can shoot well Yeah, yeah no if he can shoot well that's the thing but you got to have defenders around him that's the only thing right. so Again, you know, with those kind of players that you're, you know, how many Austin Reeves are going to come out of the woodworks on there? I know uh, that Austin Reeves was uh, here over the weekend in Las Vegas uh, visiting everyone and his future looks bright and everybody's so happy for him. I know that my good friend, Rafael Barlow, he actually had the chance to go ahead and, and, uh, you know, just say a few words to him, chat with him a little bit. I know that that he knows him from the past, so hopefully you can go ahead and have him on his show, The Big Board podcast uh, for the lockdown podcast network got a chance to see Raphael over the weekend that was great truly appreciate that but here at summer league it's all about networking it's all about the gms getting it together so rob palenka you know i know he's had conversations everybody out there knows he's had conversations this past weekend with you know not only sean marks the nets gm in regards to kyrie irving we're pretty sure that one domino has to fall before another domino has to go 
But if it's a draft I'm pick, not, that's I'm holding not up. Sure that's true. I'm not sure that's true in the Kyrie case. You know, it, it's funny. It, it, neither the Nets nor the Lakers have any other options. That's what's hilarious about this situation. There's nobody else wants Kyrie, and there's nobody else wants Russ. And actually, they don't want Russ at all. There's nobody wants Russ at $47 Nobody wants Russ. Russ will be bought out wherever he goes. Yes. So you got these two teams that they know that they're going to make this deal. So they're just they're just messing around with, you know, is it one draft choice? Is it a first and a second? Or is it a first? Well, is well it two if Brooklyn first? doesn't get an option yeah. to, you know, if they don't get a trade option that they like for Kevin Durant, they may decide to play hardball with Kevin Durant and keep him on yeah, the but roster. but they're not going to do that with Kyrie because Kyrie is the burn the bridge like James Harden type that's, that's going to make it impossible for him to stay there. He already has. They're not, that's not going to happen. Okay. You know, it, it just isn't. All right. Well, again, it's, there's still very many questions out there. This is, looks like it's going to be a long play, in my opinion, over the course of the summer. This is something that it looks like well, it's, it's not going to break. something soon. that has a terrifically high ceiling. And as we know with Kyrie, it's got a basement that's, that's really deep, too. Yeah, but again, if this is the year he has to perform, there's no other year yep. he has to be more inclined to perform at a Kyrie Irving level it's than this year. year. It's a contract year, and it's yeah, a that's what I'm saying. Year. Yeah, and, and he's over that, the age of 30. Year. He is 30 now. He's in his age 30 year. It's his contract year. If he wants to sign a long-term <laughs> contract extension with anyone – in next summer, Lakers or otherwise, he has to perform at a level whichever team he's with this year. Terrell Davis said, Gerald, LeBron, James, and Kyrie Irving, the way they play, proven that they can fit together. Why the hesitation Lakers front office? If they're in, well, I mean, that's the rumor, is that the Lakers have been unwilling to go ahead and give back all their, their picks, which is the 27 and 29 first-round picks. I know what Brooklyn's been asking for. Brooklyn's been asking for a lot for Kevin Durant. And obviously, they haven't found anything that they like there yet. With the Lakers, yeah, again, Rob, Rob it, hasn't offered anything. All he's offered is the first and the well, second. I, but I know what I'm, I'm assuming. What Sean Marks? If I'm Sean Marks, I'm asking for it all. I'm asking for yeah. it all. I'm asking for two unprotected picks. Exactly, exactly, and everything to free right. up space. You've got to have Joe Harris. You right. got to go ahead and take his contract on. That's fine. Yeah. I'll, you know, at this point, if. if this is the last remaining shot, I think, to go ahead and keep LeBron James. Because if you want LeBron James on your roster going forward and you want him to sign that extension, you better get Kyrie Irving over here. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be a very, very difficult thing. And it really, you Lakers know, it's, it's funny. You can purposes. you can blame Jeannie. You know, it, it, it's not that. Everybody thinks that it's a, a case where they're not making a trade because they're holding up. And you're worried that it's going to be a situation like, like the Kyle Lowry trade, you know, where at the last minute we're going to say, no, we're not going to, we're not going to give you that second first rounder. And or the Sacramento goodbye. thing with uh, yeah. Buddy Heald at that time. Right. You know, and that's not it. The, the point is, is that they're just waiting. They're just going to wait. They're just going to sit there and wait because they know that at some point there's no other option the Brooklyn Nets other than to trade Kyrie to the Lakers they want a second pick why don't the Lakers want to give them a second pick I'll tell you it's simple because that second pick is going to either be given to the San Antonio Spurs in order to take Westbrook's contract so they can't give it away then or secondly it's going to be used to trade THT and and none 
for somebody else out there that they want a buddy and, field or whatever. And that's part of the reason why they're playing hardball, but also yeah. because of what you said earlier is because they, the Lakers feel that there's no one else out there that's interested yeah. in obtaining Kyrie Irving at this well, there point. Isn't. <laughs> there isn't. I mean, uh, we don't know that for hundred percent for sure, but no, again, we do we've know heard nothing. because two days ago they announced two days ago, it must've been the Nets. They announced that, uh, well, there was also interest in Kyrie, from the Mavericks and uh, the I know Sixers. the 76ers and the 76ers. And, and within, within, yeah. as when, as Wendy said, within 10 minutes, both of those teams set up notices denying that they had any interest at all. Well, so, again, it could be a situation where if somebody else. wants to free up cap space. They can suddenly become interested in Kyrie. No, it's, a 90, it's a 90, 10 situation. And the 10% is because this is the NBA and something crazy could happen because two months ago, we never thought we'd be sitting here talking about, the Lakers trading Russell Westbrook for anything other than a bunch of terrible players, you know, and yep. here we are talking about one, a top five player, at least on the court, he's a top five player, uh, not in the, that, not I, mentally. I, yeah. Well, I, I'd say a top 20, I'll give him a top 20. Oh, uh, he's only on, had, Gerald, he's Gerald had a couple of deadly. Well, that doesn't make up a top 10, top five player. I'm sorry. I would put him top 20. Uh, you know, when he's, he's 50, a 40, 40, 10, 90, 90 guy, he's a 40, 10, when he, 90 when guy. He's a 50, 40, 90 a volume, guy. Yes. A volume one. But he doesn't play defense only when he wants to. When his, no, uh, but we yeah. can hide one guy. We can hide one guy like yeah, that. No you're hiding him. You're hiding Swider. You're hiding all these players. Play. Yeah. They need more defenders. So hopefully those, well, those young players that we that's brought why they spent all of the, the, that's why they spent all of the free agency opportunity, not on older veterans, but on younger quicker legs uh guys who are long and 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 young i mean it's just a really amazing that we have 12 we have 12 of the 17 players will be under 30 that's okay. really remarkable when you consider that i think last year had to be 12 at least 12 guys over 30 out yeah. of the 17 players you know i mean and and obviously the two two-way players do swing in the youth thing a little bit but They've done a remarkable job, and I, and all of that I think is a lot of that was tied to. I think these a lot of these choices were heavily influenced by Darvin Ham, because he was in he was in in the situation room with Rob making all of those decisions, and he wanted youth and athleticism for the defense that he wants to play, and I think also the Lakers Palinka probably realized that yeah we really we really got old and slow last year by going the veteran route. Well, yeah, you again, play for these guys because they're good in the playoffs, but we didn't even make the playoffs. Well, again, a lot of it comes back down to Rob Belenka. People can say Clutch runs the Lakers and the Rambuses run the Lakers and Phil Jackson from Montana runs the Lakers. But when it comes down to it, his name is on the title. His name is on the title yep. on his desk right there. It says Rob Belenka. Yes, he did help coordinate a 2020 World Championship team, so you can never take that away from him. But the job he's done since – has not been stellar. And what I think a lot of pressure. Lately? Yeah, well, I think, again, a lot of the pressure is on him and deservedly so because uh, he's created a situation where the Lakers have been feeling effects from that Anthony Davis trade. They're seeing that that effects of that Anthony Davis trade even to this day. And the Lakers have got to make smart moves in order to offset that to still continue to build a championship level team. Hopefully we can get that done. Again, a lot of that rests on the shoulders of Kyrie Irving in regards to him being moved over, if he does get moved over or when he does get moved it's over. It's really miraculous, though, when you think about it, that we really have this opportunity. Uh, I mean, 
we were talking at one point in time, I think, and, and I'm an optimistic guy, as everybody knows. Really? Right? But no. <laughs> but at one point in time, we were thinking about, you know, maybe, maybe Kemba. Maybe we could get Kemba and a couple of those guys from New York or something. That was like the dream. That was the dream Russell Westbrook trade at one point in time. And Not now you're dream, talking but... about Kyrie effing Irving, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, a, he's, a, he's a flat earth crazy nut, and uh, and you don't know what he could do, and that's why there's definitely got to be a 10% opportunity until he signs the actual contract, man, or until the trade is actually officially announced. But it's just an incredible situation that, and and it's not even it's not even just him in the background. You got Ben Simmons and James Harden influencing the whole situation. And uh, well, James Harden's now in Philadelphia, so right. But but this whole thing really started because of James Harden because KD decided who he wanted. He wanted Kyrie and James. What well, it started what a great- with. Choice. It started with Kyrie Irving going ahead and doing and saying things that he did and said and done. So I think that's uh, you know yeah. what, what turned off James Harden in the first place, and then now was what's turned off Kevin Durant in the second place. And now you have the situation that you're in. But again, until it gets done, I cannot guarantee it to be so. Up until this point, is Rob Palinka getting it done? Until that trade gets done, I'd have to say there's still a lot of work to be had, and Rob Palinka has not gotten it done as of yet. Well, let me ask you this question. Just a fair question. Always. If we get Kyrie, if we get the trade for Kyrie Irving and, and you're happy with the players that we get with him and so forth, how would you rate his job then? Uh, I'd rate it uh, substantially higher. I'd go from a D to a B. So it's oh, a not B? an A. And, yeah, a it's B? not a, it's, Yeah, until the Lakers, until you see the product out on the floor, and where they stand in the Western Conference, you can't go ahead and say, I give you an A, bequeath you an A. You got to go ahead and see the results on the floor. We all, th- oh, okay, I didn't think that Russell Westbrook, I told you from the get go, and I have that on record on YouTube. Actually, I was looking at mm-hmm. our comments on the Russell Westbrook trade that day when I saw it on YouTube. But I guess everybody well, out there also was said the same. He also had the same concerns before we went into the championship in the bubble too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But again, that was great for the Lakers and obviously everything worked out as well. And the Anthony Davis trade 10 times out of 10, I would make that trade because it resulted in the championship you know, if you ask me, if you would make that trade, 30 of these organizations would say they would make that trade. They would say, Hey, if you could win one championship, but you would have these kind of issues afterwards, would you still make that trade? You make that trade every single time because you won that one championship. So there well, you unless, go. Other than the four or five times in NBA history when you've had a a truly dynastic team, you know, yeah. the, the Kobe teams, the Kobe and Shaq teams, the Michael and Scotty teams, or the Golden State Warriors team right now, you know, teams that dominate half a decade or a whole decade. To get to be those types of teams, you even holding those teams, there's a lot of teams that had good championship years that were as good as any of those teams. But being able to replicate that as the character of the team changes. I mean, we just saw from a championship team to a non-playoff team in two years, the Lakers went. Well, let me say this. I mean, it was uh, abbreviated. It was like 18 months. We were 18 months ago, which was two seasons ago. We won a championship. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. Terrell Davis, as he said, Lakers and Nets need each other. It's a standoff. 
But Nets are betting on LeBron James to use his leverage to get the Lakers to give up everything that they get Kyrie Irving. Most likely so. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as soon as LeBron James if he says, I won't sign an extension unless you do this, the Lakers will go ahead and buckle under. I think we, that's a fair thing to say. And Terrell Davis says well, it goes to an A with Kyrie be, Irving. We're not going to not do the trade because of picks. But Terrell and everybody out there, if we get if we get Kyrie Irving and he doesn't perform like we hope he will in the last year of a contract, over thirty, and I'll bet on, on the Kyrie of, over Russ yeah, any day. Of the if week. he comes here and he becomes flaky Kyrie, where he's thinking about other things and he's missing half the games and. He's going on breaks and, you know, for two weeks at a time and making Laker Tom mad. Then I don't think I'd be giving Ron Palenka an A, but again, it does go up substantially if you're, you're betting on, again, Kyrie Irving in a contract year over 30 to go oh, ahead. Darryl, and, you're no fun if you want to wait until we win the championship before you hand anybody an A. Then call me Mr. No Fun then. I'm sorry. But you've already called me Mr. Half Empty Glass and all that, so... We'll go from there. I Again, I see everything in a realistic mm-hmm. way for Lakers fans out there. You are the Mr. Sunshine and Mr. You know, Pink it's, and Gold like Glass sunglasses would you, well, out there. Would you be yeah. happy if we win the lottery? The answer is always yes. Okay. You know, right. I mean, it's... Well, petting my cat... not also, yes, but, you know... Well, I'm just it saying... It depends on what my taxes are. It depends on... It depends on, you know, whether I have community property stated. Well, winning the lottery is great until you see the IRS outside your door. But petting my cat, it's all on AD, LeBron, and Kyrie if they all show up and play ball if they want to. You're right. They all have to go ahead and be focused on playing basketball. They all have to stay healthy. They all have to stay on the floor. A lot of ifs. But, again, the first ifs. We got to hope COVID doesn't wipe out the entire country. Um, Again, if – the first big if is if Kyrie Irving comes to the Lakers, then we can better evaluate the team from there. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know, condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I, I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. We want to thank everybody so much for watching and listening. It's Tuesdays with Laker Tom. Going to try and get Tom here more often on Tuesdays. We'll see how the schedule lays out, plus a lot more one-on-one interviews along with our group chats. That's always going to still be available. We're going to be doing another one. I think we're going to schedule one on Thursday. We'll go ahead and do that there. But also want to go ahead and let everybody know I'm going to special do special one-on-ones with Jamie Sweet. Joe Soro is thinking about bringing back his old show, The Nighthawks. So I'm going to go ahead and do that and see if I can also get L. Rob and also Sean Grice to do one-on-one shows as well. But before we head on out, 
since today is probably everyone on Amazon Prime Day has spent a lot of money on Amazon Prime and all their competitors. You've got Best Buy, Target. Heck, I just went to H&M and spent a lot of money there. Petting My Cat says, Tom's Tuesdays are too strenuous. Strenuous for me, that's for sure. But before we head on out, I do want to ask, on Amazon Prime Day, is there anything Lakers fans can get on sale for Amazon Prime Day? Since I try to go and do Russell different Westbrook things. Russell Westbrook jerseys. Well, those, were, those would be on clearance pretty soon. 50% off. Oh, 90%, I would probably say. But Terrell Davis says, Kyrie Irving, it could be personal in my opinion, but Kyrie won't disrespect the organization his mentor played on. Well, he Not was in a contract year, he won't. Yeah, well, you say that, but remember, we give him that three-year contract that I'm worried about. Wasn't he kind of disrespectful <laughs> to LeBron? Can you kind of wanted to leave LeBron? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of yeah. guys wanted to have their own team. Yeah, well, Kyrie Irving hasn't actually exactly been the most stable of individuals as far as what he wants and where he wants to go. But right now, he wants to go to the Lakers, and hopefully, that's a good thing for us. But before we head on out, it is Amazon Prime Day. And I'm checking out some of the things on Amazon Prime Day, and I'm bringing it up. And lo and behold, there are Lakers products out there and the things I like to do. And, you know, just doing a little something different, those other shows. Remember, I was the first one to bring on, as far as the Lakers shows are concerned, Jeff Perlman brought him on, especially just before winning time. I'm trying to do little things different for Laker fans out there. But there are certain products out there as far as Lakers apparel. There's... Laker hats, Laker jerseys, Laker. You know, they're not big Amazon Prime Day specials per se. Wanted to go ahead and mention that before we head on out. But I will say that one of the things that interests me as far as the deals on there, and I'm going to share that right now as we're on the air. I'm going to share that right now as I go down and scroll down. Some uh, Kobe prints, that kind of interests me. And obviously, you see the, the deals there if you're watching on Facebook and also on YouTube. No big sales as far as, you know, like a 20, 30, 40% off. There's just a few dollars off in occasion, but these are all Prime Day deals for everyone out there for today, the rest of today, and also tomorrow on the 13th. So I did want to mention that there are some things on sale right there. If you want a Kobe Classic Basketball backpack set that looks like it's about 10 bucks off there, Kobe prints are, are off as well. That's really cool. One of his youth jersey from high school, a replica of that, saw five bucks off. Not too bad. LeBron James, Wall Art, jerseys, Kobe stuff is on sale. So that's pretty good. But Laker Tom, before we head on out, is there anything that you're looking for as a Lakers fan right now since it's Amazon Prime Day? And not just Amazon Prime, but a ton of places are actually have a lot on sale. So check out your local Target, Best Buy, Walmart, all those dot-coms because everything has a lot on sale. But is there anything? that you're looking forward to for Amazon for a good deal before we head on out? Not really, but I, I've been, I've been kind of interested in, I've been thinking about, I, I collect certain things, but I've never really collected any basketball paraphernalia. I have all sorts of odds and ends things and, and so forth, but I've actually been thinking of putting together a collection of old Laker players jerseys. I have an Andrew Bynum Jersey, for example. And, so funny you that know, you consider him there an are old certain, Laker. There are certain jerseys that, that sort of tell you an entire history of the Lakers. And so I was trying to think of putting together a, a sort of a historic array of jerseys. Maybe wear a different jersey every day, you know. I could wear a Smush Parker jersey, you know. We could 
We could have. Uh, they're a brave man if you do that. There have been so many great players during, even during the tough years, you know, Lonzo Ball jersey, you know. There are two or three websites out there that actually sell these jerseys and and they become collector items, you know, it's like jerseys worn by guys who, a guy who was a Laker for one day, you know, and he had got a Laker jersey and somehow they got the replica of that well, You could go jersey. get replica jerseys like that real easy. So that's not too, I mean, like fanatics.com, I believe they can do it. Right. You know, you can make a custom jersey and number on that with the Lakers logo in the front. You know, that'll look just like, you know, like what you're that, asking like about. Like the Lakers well. Chris Paul jersey, you know, I mean. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Dreaming still about that. He's he's a little pricey, though. So just let you know. Yeah. Well, I actually thought when I actually proposed that the Lakers should should have grabbed him before the uh, before the Suns did. Well, if you do that, send it to Joe just to rub it in that they, they, that we didn't get him because that always seems to bother him, the trade that oh, yeah, ever right. materialized it's, for Chris yeah, Paul. Yeah. You know, he always reminds yeah, us I of know. that. Yeah, totally, it's a total injustice trade, you know. Yeah. I, I've totally always said that the Lakers have, because of their ineptness and the league's dislike of the Lakers, even though the Lakers are responsible for the league being so successful, mm-hmm. that they, you know, that there's a prejudice there that, the bias, and we probably left three or four championships on the floor. We probably should have 21-22. Last thing before we head on out, the NBA has made a couple executive decisions. Uh, the oh, boards the and file. whatnot. Take foul, thank God. It's thank hopefully God. going away. Although, you know these players, they'll try to think of something other creatively to try oh, yeah, to stop. Right. I really made an attempt to steal the ball. It was a yeah, real attempt. exactly so. But hopefully they'll go ahead and you know do what they can to just eradicate this rule to take, take take fouls. What they're going to do is the take foul has been eliminated and they're going to go ahead. Well, here's the question happens. now. It, it's one there, shot there in the a, foul. Con, one shot the in the ball. between the take foul and the, and the clear path foul. That's, that's a, lot of the, a lot of the clear path fouls are take fouls. Clear path is, I believe, two shots and the ball, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And then this will be, I believe, the take one foul, shot one shot and the ball. I think yeah, it should think be two, shots, made it two shots in the ball because I, I agree. I agree. The, the, the clear path foul is a take foul. They're always, I take would fouls. actually, you know, to be honest with you, I would have done three shots in the, and the ball personally for the take. Yeah, foul I cannot stand that. Yeah. Me and Jeff and Gunn Five to make two. Yes. I, I used to love that NBA three to make two. And the, the other race. thing, and the other thing I wanted to mention to you is that the plans were officially right. just given, given the blessing as far as a play in, did they agree just the same number of teams, though? Right now, it's still on 10 as far as the what they there did. Was with talk, the, there was talk that they were thinking about 12 just because of the tank, the anti-tanking impact. Yeah, I, I think that, but there's still, right now, it's just 1 through 10, and, and then it's going to be 7 plays 8, 9 plays 10, right. and then they limit it the same way that same we've old, been saying. Same old, same old. Yeah, because it looks like if it ain't yeah. broke right now, don't don't try to fix it. So, absolutely. Yeah, and then the, if you were the 7th and 8th team, you got – you get screwed because you have to play the ninth and ten teams. But uh, well. again, but right now it has been now deemed to be a permanent fixture going forward. The next thing that they're focusing on, and that's this is something I think I want to talk to on the on the actual larger group, is that the idea behind a play-in tournament or a tournament of some time during the right. middle of the year. Middle I'm not year. in love with it because I don't think you can go ahead and sweeten around the fact that it takes away from the regular season. You- what about the what about the risk of injury, man? Exactly. So, you know, I, I mean, what are these guys playing for? I mean, what what is the the 
what do you mean? What are, what are you, these guys are going to go ahead and, and do for the winners of this tournament during the middle of the season? That Those are the kind of questions I don't think that have been fully answered that can give these guys enough incentive to make it worthwhile and for us to make it worthwhile to watch. I think, yes, I know the the regular season gets yeah, A couple million a dollars bit, per player or something like that as a prize and so forth. But, uh, but throwing cash at these guys, I mean, but, that's but, you know, not if somebody gets injured, somebody will get in, Somebody will get injured. Somebody will get hurt yeah. doing this. Uh, that's, that's the thing. And I, I don't know. I just don't have as much affinity for up in the middle of the, the season playing tournament. I wasn't even a, uh, for the plans originally. Then I, it had to sell me on it and they did a great job mm-hmm. of that. So now I'm right. excited now for the playing tournaments, but well, the one thing, the, the season, one thing that could of... work, the one thing that could work, and actually I made a proposal for this was that you basically had all of the A teams together. You divided the league into A and B leagues and you used the tournament in the middle as a way for teams from the B league or to get promoted and teams from the A league to get demoted into the other league. It's sort of like the way that the European soccer does yeah. with the two tier level type. You can have the first half of the season be just like a season. And then yeah, that determines the the seating for who is in the A division for the second half of the season. I mean, it could work and you would have a much higher quality of play because, you you know, you wouldn't be playing the Orlando Magic every other game, you know, and so forth. It, the good teams would play the best teams, you know, the top 15 teams, would say the top 16 teams in, would be in Division A and the lower 16 teams would be a Division B. Of course, nobody would want to be a Division B team because that'd be all the small market teams. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. So, I don't know. Again, there's really no beautiful way to slice it up as far as a tournament, in-season tournament as of yet. So, we want to hear your thoughts out there. Yeah, of course, on YouTube. You guys have been tremendous. Please go ahead. If you haven't subscribed already, please hit that subscribe button. We're at almost 250 subscribers trying to grow, trying to expand, trying to go ahead and match up against the big guys because we got a show and a series of shows each and every week that we bring to you that are really really good i think that we can stand up against anybody so tell everybody about us subscribe to our shows right here on youtube twitch don't forget our twitch channel brand new right there facebook if you like our page facebook we truly appreciate it but let us know your thoughts on an in-season tournament how rob plank is doing the lakers summer league team who won 83 to 72 today don't want to forget that the lakers are now one and one on the vegas summer league season so far so We'll see what happens there. They're one and two on the season in Vegas so far. So I think that makes them, they were two and one. So yeah, they're three and three overall, I think for the uh, summer league season so far, because they played six games, the three games in California classic. And now that this is the third game here in Vegas. So they are three and three overall. Again, the new kids, the ones, the highlighted, you know, the ones everybody are, are looking at as far as Cole Swider, Scotty Pippen Jr. and Max Christie, unfortunately, not the very good performances, but hopefully we'll see something better before the end of the week is out in Vegas. But if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, please go ahead and share it with us on our YouTube, Facebook, and also as well, everything that we do, of course, on Twitch. So thank you so much for watching and listening. But Laker Tom, I know you worked on an article, so go ahead and do that shameless plug for Lakerholics.com. No, I, I, I think that uh, Rob Palenka is giving a master course on how you turn a franchise around. And I'm not uh, so the sure article is, the article is on my page on, on Laker Tom page at, at Medium as well as on Lakerholics.com. So stop by uh, and join the conversation about it, and we'll see what happens in the next few days. A lot of it just depends upon whether this trade can come through. 
The yeah, Lakers have the done case, everything this... they need except for getting this big trade. This well, and that's the, the case. that they're going to get from it. If that's the case, then I would want a refund for this masterclass so far. So, uh, you know, we'll see. It's a difference of opinion that we always seem to have on the Lakers. Of course, you also see Jamie's comments. You'll see the guys that that's there at Lakerholics.com right there sharing their thoughts. Go ahead share your thoughts on uh, Laker Tom's latest article. Always a good read. Always a good chance to go ahead and sit down. Check out Jamie Sweet's Five Things. Again, I'm going to be doing more one-on-one shows as well, bringing that up, hopefully getting the content more out to you right here at the Lakers Fast Break. But we cannot thank you enough for supporting us, watching, listening to us on all your favorite podcast outlets. But thank you so much for watching and listening to us. Once again, the Lakers did defeat the Los Angeles Clippers tonight in Summer League action, 83-72, to bring the team to a 3-3 and record. Who knows what will happen? Can they go ahead and in the uh, playoffs coming up in the next few days, do they stand a chance to go all the way to get that summer league championship? We'll see what happens. But I want to thank you so much for watching and listening. And we'll be back this Thursday. We're going to go ahead and back with our, one of our group chats this Thursday. So we welcome you back this Thursday for another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.